Brian Shelton, thanks for talking to us on the ATP podcast. Can you believe just what progress Ben has made over the past 12 months? No, I mean, it's it's pretty remarkable to think of where he was a year from, from now, um, you know, and then how much ground he's covered. You know, he's, um, you know, had a pretty special rise uh, this year that we couldn't really see coming. He obviously did well at the Australian Open. One tournament is possible. Is there anything that happened after that that perhaps explains why he was able to sustain it throughout the year? Well, I think, you know, he's he's gaining in confidence, you know, with each match that he plays. I think he's learning more about himself and about the game and, and about the competition as well. And, you know, it hasn't been all rosy. You know, he's had some, some ups and some downs throughout the season, which you naturally will, especially your first year on tour. Um, so for him, it's been about, you know, just enjoying the process, continuing to work hard to develop, to get better. Um, and then having fun out there on the court. And I think he's done that for the most part throughout the season, which has allowed him to stay positive. And even in some of the down times as far as results, he's been able to just keep a level head and continue to progress. So there haven't been moments where, having done so well, when he then loses a couple of matches that perhaps he should have won, he gets down on himself? Well, I mean, it's a natural process, right? You know, we're always a little bit happier when we win. <laughs> and Ben's no different. You know, he loves to compete and he loves to win. But I think, uh, you know, it's it's uh, winning can become a habit and losing can become a habit as well. And so, you know, I think the guys that struggle out here um, at different times, it's usually due to just a lack of confidence. And uh, right now he's playing with a lot of confidence and it's, the expectation for himself is to go out there and be successful. Has your role changed throughout the year? Well, you know, I was I was kind of helping him from afar for the first half of the year. You know, I was coaching at Fl- the University of Florida, and uh, Ben was traveling on the road, and he was traveling with a great coach and friend, uh, Dean Gold- Goldfein, uh, from the USTA. And um, so for the first half of the year, I would talk to him over the phone and, and trade messages with him and stuff and help with game plans and things like that from a distance. And in June, I decided to step down at the University of Florida and start traveling with Ben full time. And so we started at the grass court tournaments together, which was which was a lot of fun and and then maintained that throughout the hard court season in the United States and through Asia and now Europe. And, uh, you know, it's it's been an amazing you know process for me to be a part of this with Ben and to kind of help him make this trans transition onto the tour. Was it a difficult decision? I mean, you're giving up your day job, but I mean, obviously in retrospect, it's proved very good so far. Yeah, no, family always comes first. And so to be able to combine both is, is kind of pretty special. And uh, not too many people get this type of opportunity to, to do this with a son or daughter. And so um, the, the nice thing is that Ben asked me to come out here with him. And so he saw the value in, in having his dad and coach out here. And uh, we, we have a really good you know bond, obviously, together and, and work well together. So it's been just, I mean, it's been a dream come true for me. What was he like as a as a boy learning to play tennis? What was he like as a boy around the kitchen table? Uh, just high energy, um, super high energy, emotional at times. You know, um, fierce competitor in anything that he did. It it could be just you know walking across you know the lawn. You know, he wanted to get there first. Uh, 
love sports, uh, love people, not bashful at all, uh, very outgoing. If we went to the grocery store, he, he wanted to be the one to run inside to get the things and pay for them and come back to the car and uh, never met a stranger, uh, even as a kid. And he's always gotten along well with people, young people, people his own age, and even adults. And so I've always seen that as one of his strengths. And you know, he has a lot of personalities, much different than, than my wife and I, who are more introverted, but uh, he's an extrovert for sure. Sounds like life is a constant race. I mean, do you have to rein that in every now and again? Well, yeah, I think the emotional part for sure. You know, he's he's a super, super emotional kid who plays with a lot of passion, and sometimes the when he gets fired up, it can turn, if he's not doing well, it can turn into negative emotion. And that's what we're really working on is trying to find the balance where he can be himself out there on the court, but he doesn't have too many highs or lows. And so he can kind of maintain uh, his composure out there in the tough moments and play his best tennis when it matters most. Now, after such a great year, he's obviously got a lot of ranking points to defend next year. Are you having to prepare the ground in any way for the fact that next year may not be as momentum-laden as this year? Well, I think, you know, he has a really good head on his shoulders about that, and he sees every week as just an opportunity to improve and to to get better. I think next year we'll, we'll define some clear goals at the beginning of the year in the, in the off-season for the following year, and... And I think he'll be looking at each week, each tournament, each segment as just trying to get better and, and, and really move forward. You know, maybe one of his goals will be to make Turin next year. And if that's the case, then every week is just working towards that as opposed to trying to defend points. I don't really like that mentality, and, and I know Ben doesn't either. And so he's out there trying to just get better and, and, and move forward uh, in, every, in every way possible. When people come off having played Ben, they frequently say, this guy has the power to blow people away, which in an era when power is dominating tennis is pretty amazing. Does he realize how powerful he is? He does. I think he sees it as a strength that he has, um, the ability to serve big, to hit the forehand really big, to apply pressure. Uh, He sees that as a strength, but... I think his ultimate goal is to be a complete player, one that's solid from the baseline as well as someone who serves well, returns well, and comes forward. And so that's our goal is to try to make him more complete as a player. And so, yes, he knows he has some weapons, um, but we're trying to really, you know, sure up all areas of his game. And on the practice court, does he enjoy doing little slicing and dicing drills? Does he enjoy playing around the kind of things that you want to bring in to make him a more complete player? He does. I mean, he sees the value in all of that, to have the racket skills, to be able to play with the slice and to be able to hit the top spin lobs and the drop shots and the different things. And he wants to constantly work in those areas to develop that keen you know, feel of the game and not just the sheer power uh, for hitting shots because he understands the, the balance of those two can be really effective out there on the court. And so... I think he's learning that uh, not every problem is a nail where he just hammers the ball, but uh, there's some some things that he can do with finesse, and he's learning how to do that. If we take you back to your playing days, back in 1992, you and Laurie McNeil got to the mixed doubles final at Roland Garros. Two people of colour. That was very unusual in those days. Could you have dreamed that your son could 
play in a world where people just didn't take note of the colour of the skin? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. I think people always take note of it, though. You know, I think that's, it's still there. Um, ben is, you know, he's a mixed kid, you know. His, uh, his mom's white and his dad is black. And uh, so he represents two families um, very, very well. And sometimes my family seems to get the, the most attention on the black side of things. And, and uh, I always try to, you know, say, hey, he comes from two families, the Shelton family and the Witzkin family, which is steep in uh, tennis history and tradition. And so I think he's, he's, he's in a really good place with that. And uh, he represents both of us and everyone well. Yes, you mentioned the Witzkin family. I mean, how much did he know about his uncle? Obviously, he died a long time ago. Yeah, no, he, he knows a lot about Todd. Todd was my best friend. And and uh you know obviously he's he's he is a witzkin and um so he knows the the story of todd's career and how well he did getting to i think at one point he was ranked number one in the world in doubles and one of the top 40 players in singles in the world so he did better than i did on tour so you know and he had a well-rounded game so we talk about that a lot with ben because He's kind of adopted my serving and my volleying and stuff like that. And I think from the ground, I, I want him to be more like Todd. <laughs> and Todd was a well-rounded individual. He was getting into tennis administration when yes. the cancer took him. Um, is that something that you think Ben is aware of, his, his broader responsibilities? I think so. I mean, he's a kid still. You know, he just turned 21. But I think he understands that he has a platform now and that he can make an impact uh, on how people view tennis, on how, view, how they view him, um, just his love for the game and the sport, his passion uh, that he plays with, and hopefully his skill and, and his ability to compete so well will inspire others to want to take up this game and play it and play it at a high level and just enjoy it. Uh, most of the comments that I hear when I'm sitting in the in the stadiums are that we love his smile. We love that he, that he plays with such passion and energy. And so I want those things to continue as he moves forward. And do you still have the smile back on the tour? <laughs> yeah, I think it's something that people always talk about, you know, our smile. And, uh, you know, I, I, I love what I do. Uh, I love that I can do this with Ben, but I enjoy meeting all these coaches and players out here and seeing just tennis at the very highest level you know and so it's fun to get to know these people out here on the tour and and uh, and certainly i try to keep my smile on at all times brian shelton thank you very much for talking to us all right thank you